did you contact us? You contacted us. We were just listening. And there are others? Many others. Live long and prosper. Bad feeling about this. So say we all. This is going to get pretty interesting. Define interesting. Oh God, oh God, we're all going to die? Only try to realize the truth. There is no spoon. Welcome back to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. This is our listener episode. We are talking about you. Well, not really about you, the listener, but we're talking about the things that you're discussing and the thing that you're loving. We're going to give you some show news about us, our show, and also talk about some of the TV shows that are premiering. So it's kind of a mixed bag tonight, Miles. It certainly is, but uh, I, I had fun uh, just uh, talking about what the listeners are, are saying about the shows we're watching and uh, just interacting with them on that level. And we had, we had some good feedback about the last listener episode, so we're going to do it again, and, uh, and we want to hear your thoughts on this, but it's just good to have a show that's a little bit more laid back, not so news, not so interview-driven, but just talking about the shows we love and to- talking about what you guys are saying. So it's really cool. So Miles, I think what we talked about is we're gonna do we're gonna start off by talking about the shows that we've been watching this season and our thoughts on that. Um, I guess we gotta talk about Warehouse Thirteen that wrap up. We're gonna start with that, then we'll get into some news about the show, and then talk about some of you guys and your listener feedback. And that's really the premise of the show here. That's our menu for tonight. If you wanna take it from the other side of the uh, show, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, we have an entire other show that we do, by the way. Right. So, well, I guess why don't we talk about the show that just wrapped up? Let's talk about Warehouse 13. Warehouse 13, which a lot of our listeners, I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit here when we get into the listener feedback. But let's talk about just our first impressions of the wrap up of the show. Go ahead, Miles. Why don't you take that away? I, I thought um, season two w- w- was very good. Enjoyed it a lot. I think they. Uh, there's a very good balance of the fun campiness, but at the same time, the the dark um, uh, story story elements that that are put in there. Um, I, they, they just do a really good job of just making it enjoyable at the same time. Giving giving the, the shows have a lot of depth though to it, so uh, I, I was very pleased with this season. Uh, season, I thought the season finale was good. Uh, we saw interesting way how they concluded the uh, H.G. Wells. Uh, Thread. Um, I, I particularly liked the last couple episodes. We saw the, the gentleman who played uh, Captain Rabau from from Star Trek. Uh, uh, his name is uh, Faran Tahir. Um, kind of this. He's a. We know who the re- we know that there's the Regents, but then there's somebody above the Regents, and this guy was a character above the Regents and uh, kind of a dark, mysterious character there. Uh, but I but but I liked it, and I liked you know what they said at the end as far as with H.G. Wells, just uh you know, well, well what do you got to do with her? And he goes, for the sake of your work, it's best that you do not know. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I was like, okay, um, a little scary here, but uh, but 
but no, it was a good season. Yeah. Uh, you know, my thoughts, and this actually, I'm going to pull some from Facebook here, but you know, I, um, when I watched it, I loved the finale. The, here's the thing I hated about it. And I, and I hate this about all shows because too many shows rely on this. The whole I'm leaving motif. I'm done. I'm leaving the warehouse. I'm not coming back. I mean, how many times has that happened? Just about every show. It seems like it. And uh, I liked last year's cliffhanger better. I'm going to just be honest. You know, the fact that they blew up Artie, I loved that. I thought it was great. Because you were kind of left saying, oh. But they even were, they even did the motif then with, with Claudia leaving. And so, I mean, I feel like they're just kind of uh, – the writers don't know how to leave us hanging. So let's make someone leave. Well, at the same time, though, I think um – Micah has a, has a major, I don't want to say existential crisis, but definitely, should, you know, there's a crisis in, in confidence to do our work. I mean, uh, you know, she, she, and even us as the audience, I think, got, we, we, we wanted to trust H.G. Wells to some extent. And then the gravity of, of trusting her was, you know, she almost destroyed all life on earth as we knew it. Yeah. Um, and that, um, uh, already, you know, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I think the show kind of did did it interesting. Maybe we didn't take Artie seriously enough throughout it, but then at the end, he knows about what's what's going on more than anybody, really. Right. So, um, I, I, I'm not bothered by that too much. I, I think it, that it's almost a natural thing, so to speak. Yeah, you know, it, it makes me sound like I hate Warehouse 13, the ending, and I actually loved the finale. I did like it. It was just the last four minutes of the episode I could have done without. Just personally. Mm-hmm. Just, just personally that. And, uh, and Radu kind of, uh, said that, yeah, these, these last few minutes, a week or two in the episode with Micah leaving and Pete's girlfriend leaving, it was like a double screw you, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I liked it. I, I did like it, and I think the, um, I think the sentiment that I'm finding is that people, did like this episode. Yeah, I think we're all going to be looking forward to when it comes back next season. Yeah. By the way, love the Mickey Rourke comment that Pete's had in Warehouse 13. Right. I was like, I love that. I've been seeing Mickey Rourke everywhere on some of the movies I've been watching, and it's really cool. But That's a cool thing about this show, all the homages to uh, other sci-fi genres that it, uh, that, it, that, it, that plays to and gives, gives a homage to. All right, so... Miles, why don't you start? You're watching Smallville, right? Uh, yes, I, I'm watching Smallville. So tell me, I'm not going to watch this. Tell me what is going on in Smallville. How did the season premiere hold up for you? I thought the season premiere held up pretty good uh, myself. I, I, I let, they, they kind of went back. We haven't seen Lex Luthor in a while, and we didn't necessarily see you know, Michael Rosenbaum play Lex Luthor. What we did see is that um, – Lex has cloned himself, and there is the, – let's just say one of his clones um, makes an appearance, and but it's an older version of the, the Lex Luthor. It's kind, of, it's kind of a defective, more evil Lex Luthor, but he get, he escapes, and let's just say he causes Clark some problems. But uh, I don't think I'm giving any spoilers away because this was last week. Um, if you haven't watched a, it, you know, skip over this and go watch it. But. I mean – Basically, this clone has nothing to lose because he's dying, and so that's so he, he ends up dying in the end. No, no big deal. But there's still the conflict between uh, Clark and Jor-El. Uh, we see an appearance from John Schneider uh, as his adopted father uh, at the end. 
Um, and we, we see where we're not – the reason why we're not going to see much of Chloe. Uh, they, they kind of deal with that too. So I thought it was a very strong opening. Okay, so only one episode aired. That airs what, Friday nights? Friday nights, yes. Yeah, and so only one episode, but you felt like it was a strong season premiere. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I should say this. We got to see uh, – I, I think that, that, that it was not a hint at all. We got to see uh, Clark fly. That is absolutely awesome. We've been waiting 10 seasons for this sucker. Mm-hmm. 10 seasons. Does he, right. is, is he donning the cape? Well, we don't see th- – we, we don't see him – we still see him in the black, but we do – we do see the new, the uh, the red and blue outfit. We just, that's all I'm going to say. We we do see it. We do see it. See now you're going to make me want to go watch it, sucker. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't afford to have another one on my queue. I just, you'll just have to wait to. You'll have to see it on DVD or something. Yeah. yeah. So are you watching Clone Wars? Uh, I did. I watched the first um, the season premiere. Uh, I haven't watched the I haven't, I haven't watched the the last one yet, but um, it was pretty good. Um, you know, I understand sort of the criticism is just that uh, we kind of know what's going to happen, but you get to see some really good battle scenes. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I don't know if it's the be- it's not the best thing going on, but I, I enjoyed it, um, and, I'll, and I'll probably still watch it. Yeah, it's in my it's in my queue, and I actually watched the second episode. Did not watch the premiere, and I like the second episode, mm-hmm. so I'll put it there. I might watch it with Kiefer. I don't know. He's a, he might be a bit young because it's a bit. Adult or violent sometimes, but we'll it, it can be a little intense at times. Yeah, yeah. But hey, hey, it's good. It's good for its worth, and it's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. So, what do you want to talk about next? Let's talk Fringe. Let's talk Fringe. Yes, this. Wow. I, I I enjoyed this episode. A wow. Lot. Of course, by the time this airs, well, the second the, the second part of this episode out, but it was great. I loved this episode. It felt like you were watching part three of a four part episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just uh, it, the. I would say ninety nine percent of it took place in the alternate universe, and and we deal with uh, Agent Dunham with her uh, trying to escape and what uh, um, the Fringe Division on that side has done to her. Right. Uh, favorite but, uh, favorite character of that episode by far the cab driver. Oh, he was a good. He was a great character. Okay, I wanna, great guy. And I, I did. I hear he was in Pushing Daisies. Is that right? He may have been in Pushing Daisies. I'm not familiar with his work, but, but I'm hoping we'll see him again. Oh, you will. You will. You'll see him in the next. Ep- he'll be in at least the second episode. I okay, that, I had that confirmed. And again, if you're watching Fringe, you probably will have saw it, uh, seen it, saw it by this time. I'm a good English teacher, and uh, it. I, I really liked the episode. I really did. I am suspicious. I think Liv- Olivia is playing him. She knows the only way she's going to get back is to work with Fringe Division. I think that, she's that, playing him. That could be. That I, could be. But at the same time, we, we see the work of um, some of this programming has already worked on her. Right, right, with the shot and the uh, her sharpshooter skills and so on. You know, exactly. um, I love that whole Jedi reference. They at least have Star Wars in the alternate universe. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, and two two actors, two side actors I wanted to point out. The the psychiatrist, her psychiatrist at the beginning was in yes. the very first episode ever of the X-Files. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, actually, it's not true. I, she, she was not in the pilot, but the very first official episode of the X-Files, she was in. Okay. And I uh, remembered her from that. And then, of course, Olivia's mother is from Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. So... Not really a sci-fi movie, although I guess there's a sci-fi bent to that. But spiritual. It's kind of fantasy, you know. Yeah. So, you know, all in all, 
good interview. Uh, Charlie Franzetta. I can't believe they, they, they keep him around. I heard that he had a falling out with Fringe after the first season, and here here he is back this season. Well, they must have made up uh, oh, or something. They did kiss and made up because he's been in a lot of episodes since then. Mm-hmm. And that, that's okay. Hey, we are totally cool with that. So Fringe, Fringe, um, let's rate this out of a out of out of a ten point score. How would you rate this? Oh man, um, this easily gets. Uh... I'm going to give it a nine because I thought it had a very strong, um, very strong opening. A lot of action, but uh, good dialogue, good good story. It, it, can't can't say enough good things about it. Right, and where would you put Clone Wars as far as its premiere? Clone Wars, um, the I'll give it a, I'll give it a seven. A seven, and uh, what other premiere? Did we talk about any other premiere yet? Talk, Smallville. Smallville. Us uh, Smallville. I'll give it an eight. An eight. You know, I actually would give Fringe. I did not watch Premier Clone Wars nor the the premiere of Smallville, but I would give Fringe probably an eight. And I would give it an eight because if I evaluate a premiere as to hooking us into the season, while it does that for dedicated Fringe fans, if you've never watched Fringe before, it's a continuation of the story. And so it doesn't quite – it didn't quite grab me as – it didn't grab me as much as some other premieres did. But yeah, it did grab right. I mean, th- this episode of Fringe is not going to attract new viewers necessarily because it's continuing another story thread, and they they probably didn't they didn't take the time to kind of give you much much exposition about what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, would, I would, I would, I would, I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, go ahead. But I'm, but I'm a Fringe fan, and so I loved it. Oh well, let's talk about the event. The event okay. is another show that you and I have both watched. Did you watch both episodes, the first two episodes? I have. I have as well. And I'm going to tell you, if you would ask me what I thought of the event after the very first episode, I said, eh, I'm on the fence whether I'm mm-hmm. going to watch it. But after watching Monday's episode, I think I'm going to continue watching for a little bit. Yeah, I'm in the same place. I, I thought maybe this this show would have done better if it was a two-hour um yeah, I saw you tweet about that, and I I already put it on Facebook, and I kind of agreed with you. Because the first episode does not do a, I mean good job of letting you know where the show is going, and now now, now mystery is good, but but at the same time that that really left you with you, you need to know something. And the second episode, I mean, gave you a lot of information, and and now, now you know where it's going, and. Um, you could choose now whether you know you want to keep uh, following the story or not. Right, right. And you know, I I like it. There's a little bit. I mean, definitely a sci-fi bent, and there's definitely a mystery to it, and uh, and they have some good stuff going on. There's some good stuff going on in it. And what I really, what nothing I really liked, uh, our, our friend Clifton Collins, who we interviewed at, our, at Shore Leave last year, uh, um, looks like he has a, a role in this show now too. Great. You know what? I totally missed him. Oh man! Now I didn't. Now I did not miss um, the bald guy from Heroes, right? And he was in Twenty Four. What's his name? I, I don't remember his name, but the guy's been in tons of stuff, tons of good sci-fi stuff, and so I'm really glad to see the bald guy in there. But, yeah, I. Uh, it's it's worth watching if you are checking it out, guys. You definitely got to check it out. Um, you know, grab it on Hulu, see what it's like. But it's well worth. It's it is worth checking out. Well, we're checking out, and we aren't going to give too much away about it, but I liked it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Stargate Universe, of course, premiered last night. Miles, you and I have not watched it, but people are saying they love this show. And, wow. uh, and, and love the premiere. And so I can't wait to watch it. So sorry, guys. We aren't going to talk about it too much. Although if you're mentioning it on uh, Facebook, we might bring it up. I know that Radu has some news that we're going to share about Stargate Universe coming up. No Ordinary Family, of course, premiered last night. Miles, let me tell you, this is a Heroes replacement. And I mean that. I mean a Heroes Season 1 replacement. <laughs> well, let me clarify. That, that, cla- that was clear. Because when I said that, Miles was like, um, okay. <laughs> so. I was a little worried there, I'll be honest. No, I'm gonna tell you, this is, we didn't rate, we did not rate the event, but I'm gonna tell you if I was rating just the premiere of the event, I think I would have to give it like a 4 out of 10. Okay. Just the premiere, but if you take the first two episodes together, that bumps it up to about a 7 or 8. For the event. What do you think? I'll, I'll go with you on that one. You'll go with me in that one. And let's talk about No Ordinary Heroes. Of course, you didn't watch this. Miles, you've got to check it out. I'm not going to give you any spoilers except that this is the typical first show for a hero show where people are discovering their superpowers. It introduces them. And, you know, what are these uh, – the big struggle is uh, – the unique thing about this is that you have instead of these separate heroes, you have a family, a, a disjointed family, but a family that's coming to grips with their superhero powers. Um. It's some very cool stuff. And they introduced the villain for the series at the very end. And you're like, oh, this could be good. This could be good. And, uh, and you know, other premieres that I saw, this is probably my second favorite. Third, my third favorite is Fringe. Second mm-hmm. favorite, uh, No Ordinary Hero. And I love Fringe. Look, I'm not dishing Fringe. But uh, No Ordinary Hero. And first one is Hawaii Five-0. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, even though it's not really sci-fi, but I do like I, I did I like New Ordinary Heroes. I loved it. The superpowers they have, you know. Of course, Michael Chiklis and they're playing uh, what he's a, he's a thing in the Fantastic Four, right? Right, right. And uh, but he does a great he's a great father plays a great father figure here and uh, and um, has some great superpowers. Yeah. yeah, I did record this on my DVR, so I, I do plan on watching this. This is this is a show I did want to check out when it, when I heard about it. Yeah, if you guys are watching it, we want to know what you think. But I love No Ordinary Hero. I love it. I love it. No Ordinary Family, you mean? Yeah. Oh, is it No Ordinary? That's right. No Ordinary Family. Sorry, did I say No yeah. Ordinary Hero? Yeah, it's, they aren't they aren't ordinary heroes either. But that's that's true. <laughs> that's true. Any other sci fi shows we're missing? Uh, I think I think we covered it for now. A Vampire um, Diaries, but no one's watching that. Uh, next week we get we get Caprica back. Oh, so that's true. That. That's right. Sanctuary comes back sometime, and maybe that's next week too. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that might be next week because uh, they typically start October with that one. The only other show I watched was Hawaii Five O, and the only reason I bring it up is we have we have Boomer from Battlestar Galactica in it, and Miss uh, Grace Park. What was that? Miss Grace Park. Yeah, Miss Grace Park, and. Uh, and then we have oh the Korean guy from Lost or Daniel Daniel I can't pronounce his last name he must be Hawaiian because he's doing another Hawaiian show and Hawaii Five O he's in it and it was a strong opening I loved it this had to be one of my favorite premieres it was action packed the interaction and the chemistry seemed good oh James Marsters was in the very first show you know, that's cool and so he of course you know dot he's killed off in the first show but it's well worth checking out if you didn't check it out see if you can Hulu it or something. It is a good show to check out. I liked it. Thumbs up. This had to be at least a 9.5 out of 10. 
for me. Cool. So personal. That's my personal. Mm-hmm. So I believe that's the show news that we have as far as new shows that are coming out. Yeah, I think we covered it. Yep, and we'll have more news, of course, after we watch SGU uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see how that all plays out. Well, let's go into some news about us as a show here. Real quickly, I mentioned this in the other episode. I am back on with Wayne, Fringe Casting with Wayne and Dan. I do a Fringe Code of the Week there. If you haven't ever checked that out and you love Fringe, you got to check that out. We talked about Stitcher in the last episode. And um, I did a little bit of research. And it basically, if you have a smartphone, you can get Stitcher. Stitcher will stream the Sci-Fi Diner live. Not live. I guess you will just stream it so you don't have to have it downloaded. You can listen to it on the go. You can listen to past episodes or just current episodes, and it will keep you up to date when the Sci-Fi Diner comes on. And so if you are interested, check out Stitcher, the, the app on your smartphone, coming to a smartphone near you. Miles, why don't you talk about Hulu Plus? We got some uh, – News from uh, this is, is this from Radu, and he gave us a couple pieces of news and some about Hulu Plus. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. This is a different news, but go ahead talk about what Radu is saying. I'm going to talk about Hulu Plus later. Okay. Uh, I'm just comment one. I'm pretty sure Hulu won't work for Colin Island because it doesn't work for me in Canada either. It's a U.S. service only. Yeah, yeah, but so I, 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 I suspected that. So I, I, I just assume that those sites would work. You know, all over the place, but uh, apparently I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he also said, "You go ahead, take the second comment." Um, he, he thanks us for uh, suggesting the Leviathan Chronicles. I am currently at episode 13 and totally hooked. I've never experienced anything like this before. The story is very interesting, and voice acting and sound effect are very solid as well. I see that people had to wait uh, about two years to get all 25 episodes. I guess I'm lucky starting just now, but I already know there will be a long wait for the back 25 episodes. Uh, thanks again. Uh, so you, um, you're in for a ride, uh, Radio. You'll, right. you'll really enjoy this. And just to say, you know, you know, hats off to Kristoff in this, but when you get the next 25, it'll be consistent. Every two weeks, you'll get a new episode. And that's at least his plan. So you won't have to wait. You shouldn't have to wait two years for it, but just a year for the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And he is planning doing some special episodes that um, for a small fee of a dollar ninety nine can be downloaded off yeah. the site. Yeah, so. he better let me know when they come because he said he was going to let me know that. So when yeah, I really want to. I want some new Leviathan Chronicles. Real oh quick. man, you know it. And I, special episodes, whatever. But I do also went on to say that does he, he he gave us a tweet the last episode listener episode we read from David Hewitt. Um, who uh, said he's working with Garber, Picardo, Lou Phillips, and Stargate Universe today. Boy, we got acting all over everything. Um, and he said he just commented that it looks like the second SGEA and SGU crossover character is going to be Richard Woolsey, played by Robert Picardo. Oh, that's going to be great. And that would be a great trivia question sometime, but Richard Woolsey has appeared in every single franchise of Star- uh, Stargate. He's probably one of the few who have. Very well. And uh, – I guess Daniel Jackson did. Anyway, thanks, Radu, for writing in and letting us know that information. And just a comment on Hulu. We did get some other comments on Hulu as well. But I did, Miles, subscribe to Hulu Plus, um, oh, okay. which you can get now on your iPhone. And I said, oh, you know, $10 a month. I really want to do this. I really want to do this. You still have to put up with the commercials, right? But mm-hmm. I, let me tell you, I watched Ordinary Family while running on the treadmill today at the gym. Mm-hmm. Because I had Hulu Plus and was able to do it. Sure, does a video hang up every once in a while? Yeah, but it does typically when you have Hulu sometimes. And I streamed it over 3G and I watched it and I had a pretty good feed, pretty good view of, you know, no ordinary family. 
Okay. So well worth it. Hulu Plus is my plug for Hulu Plus. Let's go ahead and into our next piece of feedback. Do you want to take this? Sure. Uh, hi, Scott Miles. Just listened to the listener feedback show and thought I'd drop you a line. I've been a listener of Sci-Fi Diner for over a year and love it. We're glad, we're glad you love it. Yeah, great news, absolutely. great comment, great interviews, and great content. I'm from Birmingham, UK. Cool. Another listener uh, uh, from uh, across the pond. Yeah, absolutely. As the listener from Ireland told you, we do not have much of a choice as you guys over the pond do. Uh, we have a terrestrial TV. That's Oof. over the air and via aerial. It's free on Virgin Cable. I'm on, I'm on cable with a large amount of channels because I want to get my sci-fi and discovery channels. Uh, so I have loads of crap too. So do we. We understand. We're only just starting to get HD channels this year. We normally do not get all the series you have, but most of the time we get the big series. But sometimes after you get, get them aired, there have been a few that have aired this year at the same time, like, uh, uh, SGU and Fringe. But now we're waiting for New Fringe, Stargate, True Blood, uh, Star Trek Enterprise, and, um, and Eureka. I'm watching, uh, uh, Eureka season four just started, uh, Warehouse 13 season two and Star Trek Enterprise season two. Also, thanks. You, you have interest. Listen to, uh, Leviathan Chronicles and the Heaven Field are hearing them on the podcast. Uh, this is from, uh, Luca Platypus. Yeah, absolutely. And wow, you know, it costs them 20 to 30 pounds. Uh, for just, I guess, Virgin Cable, that's in, uh, and then Sky Satellite is 30 to 50 pounds, depending, I guess it depends on the amount of channel, uh, channels you get in that lineup. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to find out whether we actually convert. I'm terrible at my conversion rates. I should have converted it, but. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head either. But yeah, well thanks Luke for writing in and letting us know your thoughts about it, and I, I guess the Hulu doesn't work for you guys either. Uh, hopefully we aren't ruining too much to, for you. And we're glad that you got hooked on Leviathan Chronicles and Heavenfield, because. Mm-hmm. Talk about some great podcasting there, and um, we love these guys. Oh, yeah. This is from Jen, I believe, and she says, Jen from New York, I've been meaning to write in a while, but life gets in the way sometimes. This is also my birthday just yesterday, September 24th. So happy birthday, Jen. Happy birthday from the Sci-Fi Diner. Happy birthday. Uh, yep. But I just wanted to report on all the new shows this week that I've seen so far. So she's probably going to be talking about some of these. I watched a new Hawaii Five-0, and I actually think – I think that's actually one of the better shows so far. I agree with you, Jen. I love it. I like the action on it and the cast. It's also got a little sense of humor, which I like. Even my brother was saying that it kind of reminded him of the USA Network shows the way it was filmed. It's got this old catchy theme song as well as working for it. It also is cool seeing Daniel Day Kim. That was the guy's name I was thinking of. Um, I kept saying, hey, it's a guy from Lost. And I also like the actress Grace Park, better uh, known on the show from uh, BSG. Which we also liked her. She's oh cute. yeah, she's cute looking, Miles. She's cute. She is cute, and she's not young. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking <laughs> of BSG, I really liked your interview with Edward James. Almost, we liked it too. Thanks. He seemed a, like a really cool guy. Really made me actually think of someday going back to try to watch PSG. I could never really get into it because I was such a huge fan of the original and couldn't get over the fact that he made Starbuck a girl. And normally I'm sure I would have liked this version of the, the character if it wasn't for the fact that I had such a huge crush on Dirk Benedict at the time. Um, I couldn't picture Boomer as a girl either in this one. It was just completely wacky at the time to me. But after seeing the last commercials for Caprica and Cylons actually looking like actual Cylons, made me want to watch that. What can we do? Yeah, I'm looking forward to Caprica. Those commercials, those commercials look hot, you know, and, oh, yeah. and the fact that they're using, they have a plan, that whole setup for it. Oh, come on. I can't wait. It really looks like in Caprica, they're going to really move the story along more. They need to. They need mm-hmm. to. 
They need to. I also thought Chuck was really good. Oh, that's a show we didn't talk about, but I'm not watching Chuck. I, I'm watching that in DVD when I get a chance. It was really good for the first episode of the season. I thought it was really awesome seeing Linda Hamilton as his mom. It was also a surprise to see Dolph Ludgring on so soon after the first episode. It's funny because I was kind of on and off with the show for a while because it was on with a few other things, I'm sure, at the time when Heroes was really good. I'm hearing that she was going to be on just made me totally want to get back into the show again, so much so I was able to get all three seasons on DVD for my birthday, too. So I can definitely get caught up on it eventually. I also hear that Summer Glau is supposed to be in Chuck. Now, that would be awesome. Um, and they probably did that because Linda Hamilton wanting to do that Six Degrees of Terminator. Um, <laughs> and she laughs. And they really have a good guest cast list this uh, year as well. So she really likes her Chuck. As for the event, it's okay so far. And I think there was our sentiment. It's okay. It's okay. I hate it when the show doesn't really tell you much about what it's about. Sometimes I wish I could just wait until the 13 episodes or however much is of the series or if it's a miniseries of what it is. And then the end, we just be find out surprised. Because if it wasn't for the ending of the first episode, it's kind of like I hate it when someone's show start out with a plane looking like it's about to crash. Uh, it's like Lost. And let me tell you, Miles, this is, this is a complaint I have. How many mm. shows have planes crashing? No, um, no ordinary family has a plane crash. Right. The event has a plane crash. I don't know. It, it, it lost. Plane crash. Come on. There has to be more. Flash forward. Plane crash. Right? I, I Granted, it wasn't central in flash forward, but still. But, it seems like they're borrowing from something. Yeah. I guess it's dramatic. I must be dramatic. She was gung-ho about Warehouse 13, and she was a good wrap-up with HGL's part, but surprised with uh, Mike at the end, but pretty good overall. We agree with that. Also happy with Fringe's return as well. Got to feel bad for poor Olivia over in the other reality. It should be interesting that I, I, I think I heard that most of the season they were going to go back and forth. Every episode it would be about one alternate reality, and then the next would be one of ours. I didn't hear that. Might be, possibly. We'll find out, I guess, this week. It should be interesting. And I also thought it was cute when Peter was trying to explain to his government guys uh, what he called the Walt, Walter, the alternate Walter, the alternate. I think yeah. Yeah, that's how I heard it. Yeah, that was kind of funny. The Walternet, yes. Yeah. Oh, Miles, you started watching Big Bang Theory, didn't you? I, I watched the, la- the last week's episode. Yes, I did. So you watched, you, did you watch Premiere? I guess so. That was I think was it last Thursday the premiere I'm pretty sure right yeah yeah so yeah. watch premiere mm-hmm. what did you think of Big Bang Theory we didn't talk about um I, the first few minutes I, I didn't think were funny but then it got funnier towards the end and what I'm told is you really need to watch the past few seasons to really get into it but I, um I'm gonna keep giving the show a chance uh so so don't worry listeners I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching it and right. sometime I'll, I'll get a chance to get the uh, the uh, other seasons. Yep, and uh, some, and she liked it. I think. Uh, did you Did you watch Bleep? My dad says. I did watch that last week. That was pretty funny, actually. That was oh, you good. liked it. Good, mm-hmm. good. And uh, so, yeah. And um, Smallville and Supernatural are some of her favorites, and she loves those. We, oh, we didn't talk about Supernatural, but you aren't watching that, and I'm not watching it. Right. She really likes Smallville's first episode. And, of course, she likes Glee, which I don't watch. But thanks, Jen, for writing in. And uh, I know we kind of truncated it. I, you know, she asked a question, and I don't know the answer to this, and I should have looked it up. But do we know when the cape is coming out with Summer Glau? I don't have it. I don't know the definite date. I, I wonder know. if that's a mid-season release, a mid, like a January release. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, I, I tried to look online real quick. And uh, if you, if you find, find it, it, let me know. 
Uh, hi guys, in regards to your feedback program, a lot of American TV companies streaming websites are blocked over here. So I guess they're just region specific. But we do have some good news. Virgin TV has bought V. So now I can look forward to watching that. On a separate note, I have started listening to Leviathan and your recommendation. I'm loving it. Thanks for the heads up. So another one that likes Leviathan. Thanks, Colin, for writing back in. And yes, Hulu is blocked. Sorry, guys. I feel bad for you. And, and I want to thank him for serving our country also. That's, I think it's a mighty cool thing you're doing. Yeah. Is he serving our country? I didn't know that Colin but, was. I thought that was JT. JT oh, JT. From, JT from Germany. Oh, yeah. Oh, and this next one's from a, this by, we don't need to read this, but this is Cadet uh, GT who wrote in. Uh, he won one of the trivia quest- questions, and he loves, loves, loves the podcast, he said, and so thank you for loving the podcast. I am the schlep that has not been sending your trivia prize. It's not because I've been hoarding it. I just haven't done it. So I will get your trivia out to you, and um, if not, Miles will spank me severely. Um, and we won't go I'll there. Smack, I, I will smack him around. Don't worry. Yes, yes, yes. Spanking, maybe not. No. <laughs> and uh, I believe that's about it. Do we have anything we really need to talk about? I, I think we, we did a good job covering this. Yeah, things. yeah. Man, I hope if you guys are still with us, thank you so much for listening to our listener feedback episode. And we always love your feedback. Let us know what you are thinking of the new shows that are out there, what you are watching, what you're saying. You know what? I'm going to wait on this a little bit. Give us your rating if you want. We want to hear from you what you're watching, not only in television, but also in the movies that are up and coming. And if you've not contributed to our listener question of the week, which we haven't really updated, but we're still going with, you know, how much science do you need in science fiction? That's the operative question here. You can send us your thoughts about any of those things to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast at gmail.com or call us at 1-888-508-4343. And we'll play those comments on the show. You can also send it to us as an MP3, right, Miles? Yes, you can. I believe that's about it. Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, good night and good luck. We'll see ya.